Oh my god, they're dead! Who could have done such a heinous act? I bet it was that frog down by the swamp. I don't like that frog. He's got them shifty eyes. It was that convict Ironjaw, that rapscallion. I bet it was that strange shadowy figure that likes to swing in the park on Thursday nights. I swear to you, it was my stuffed panda. He's, he's possessed. It could have been Ricky's arm. We haven't seen it since it got cut off. I definitely know who the killer is. That way. Blank is the killer. Well, slap my skeleton and call me spooky. It's October. You know what that means. It's time for the second annual Blank is the Killer Pumpkin Harvest. What's the pumpkin harvest? It's a big old roundup of the ripest best movies and the rotten worst movies of the year. Normally a movie has to be featured in an episode to be considered for the patch. This year at Fantastic Fest I saw a movie that was so absolutely terrible that it's being included as a special rotten guest. It's my civic duty to warn you listeners about the worst of the worst. To start off, here are the tastiest, ripest movie pumpkins watched this year that would be perfect to bake into a pumpkin pie that'll change the world with its level of deliciousness. In alphabetical order, Cam 2018, directed by Daniel Goldhaber. A Cam girl has to deal with an evil version of herself that's stealing her channel. Cam is gorgeous and an interesting look into a lifestyle that's not normally represented in movies. Clove Hitch Killer 2018, directed by Duncan Skiles. Based on BTK, this movie is a great serial killer showcase that's filled with tension. Coherence 2013, directed by James Ward Byerkit. The magic of parallel universes is a hard thing to capture. Coherence nails the anxiety and intrigue of having to deal with other yous existing. Crystal Eyes 2017, directed by Ezekiel Endelman and Leandro Matejano. A lot of movies are trying to cash in on 80s nostalgia these days, but barely any correctly capture the vibe. Crystal Eyes is an 80s movie with an amazing aesthetic that just happened to come out a few years ago. Director's Cut 2016, directed by Adam Rifkin. I am a huge fan of Penn Jillette. This is his creative masterpiece that's a documentary commentary of a fan-edited fake movie by an insane Missy Pyle superfan. Eyes of My Mother, 2016, directed by Nicholas Pesch. A beautiful black and white movie that is perfectly disturbing. It features an unsettling female killer whose upbringing has molded her into an apathetic oddball. The Fly, 1986, directed by David Cronenberg. David Cronenberg's practical effects masterpiece that brought us Jeff Goldblum at his most disgusting. House of Wax, 2005, directed by Jaime Coye Serra. This movie? Forget the gimmick that Paris Hilton dies, this remake has some of the most amazing set design I have ever seen. The House of Jack Built, 2018, directed by Lars von Trier. A comedic yet horrifying look into the life of a narcissistic serial killer who's perfectly brought to life by Matt Dillon. The Lure, 2015, directed by Agnieszka Smokczynska. The standout movie of the year. A gorgeous musical masterpiece about two mermaid sisters who go ashore to live with a rock band in Poland. The aesthetic, music, and performances are astounding. 
The mermaids are both beautiful and disgusting in one of the most unique movies I've ever seen. Midsummer 2019, directed by Ari Aster. Ari Aster's follow-up to last year's ripe list entry, Hereditary, a gorgeous daytime slow burn that has one of the most disturbing first 10 minutes I've ever seen. Office Killer 1997, directed by Cindy Sherman. An artistic office slasher carried by a lovely, quirky performance from Carol Kane. Piercing 2018, directed by Nicholas Pesch. He's on the list twice, folks. A beautifully crafted story about a man who has an urge to kill, meeting a lady of the night who throws a wrench into his murder plan. You'll get equal parts mesmerized and frustrated. Piewacket 2017, directed by Adam McDonald. A cautionary tale about summoning random entities you don't really know. The atmosphere of the movie is great, and there's only one shot of the entity that I didn't care for. Stage Fright 1987, directed by Michele Suavi. An 80s slasher in which a bunch of stage actors start getting picked off by an escaped mental patient who's wearing an owl mask. The music is incredible in this one. That'll do it for the ripe section. Hold your nose as we journey into the area of the pumpkin patch where the most disgusting, rotten squashes waste away. Basket Case 2, 1990, directed by Frank Henenlotter. How a sequel can be written and directed by the same person who created the first and completely lack any of the charm of the original is beyond me. This movie had me constantly checking the clock. The Body, 2019, directed by Paul Dennis. A hitman has to track down a group of Halloweeners that accidentally ended up with a body that needs to be disposed of. I'm amazed that a movie with that premise put me right to sleep. The Burbs, 1989, directed by Joe Dante. Tom Hanks doesn't instantly make a movie good. This twist on a neighborhood kid mystery forgot to include interesting events to keep the audience engaged throughout the first three quarters. It then ends with a lackluster climax. Dead Detectives, 2018, directed by Tony West. Fake ghost hunters end up in a house that's actually haunted. Another amazing premise that's ruined by horrible writing and pacing. The Dead Don't Die, 2019, directed by Jim Jarmusch. Hey, I like Jarmusch's only lovers left alive. That doesn't give him the okay to pass off a garbage zombie movie as some genius meta film when all it does is make shallow references while Bill Murray figuratively screams he doesn't want to be there. Eaten Alive, 1976, directed by Toby Hooper. Toby Hooper's follow-up to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that you've never heard of. There's a good reason for that. It's a surreal mess that'll only make you question why you didn't turn it off earlier when the credits roll. Fresh Me, 2012, directed by Danny Mulherin and Dave Raza. A bad New Zealand horror comedy. I thought New Zealand could do no wrong. Thanks for tarnishing the good name of New Zealand horror comedy, Fresh Meat. A family of cannibals facing off against a group of bank robbers has never been so dull. New Year, New You, 2018, directed by Sophia Takal. The worst Hulu Into the Dark movie of the year. A movie in which nothing really happens until the very end when dumb stuff does. Not even a cameo from old Greg could save this mess. Random Acts of Violence, 2019, directed by Jay Barrichell. A movie that tries to call out violent media while being violent media. 
The concept of a killer copying kills from a comic book and the moral quandary of the creator is interesting, but that's quickly thrown aside for a predictable slog of a heinously lit, badly acted second half. Even though we're in the rotten section, kudos to the special effects team. Red Christmas 2016, directed by Craig Anderson. This might be the worst movie of the entire year. Dee Wallace shows up to provide one of her trademark bad performances and one of the most poorly thrown together features I've ever seen. Fun kills are worthless when what connects them makes you want to rip off your own head. Shocker 1989, directed by Wes Craven. I was shocked that a movie about a serial killer that can literally turn into electricity was filled with knife kills. Throw in one of the least charismatic leads of all time and you got a crap stew cooking. Treehouse 2019 directed by James Rode. This movie had a mask that is genuinely creepy. Everything else was a heavy handed mess that was only hurt more by the reveal that the witches aren't even real. Whoever Slew Auntie Rue 1972 directed by Curtis Harrington. A monotonous slog about a rich lady trying to steal a kid. Sure, Auntie Rue hanging out with the corpse of her actual daughter is interesting. Everything else isn't. Phew! Our harvest has finally concluded. It's been two years since Blank is the Killer was created. I want to thank you listeners for an amazing two years. Did you find something I said during this harvest absolutely disgusting? Are you straight up fuming since I put the burbs on the rotten list? I know uh, a lot of people have nostalgia for that one. I know, I know. Tom Hanks is America's sweetheart. If you disagree with anything I said or just want to throw a howdy-do or question my way, you can email me at blankisthekiller at gmail.com. I'm going to attempt the first ever Blank is the Killer live, raw, an unedited Twitch live stream tomorrow, Wednesday, October 2nd at 8 p.m. Central Time. If you're interested in checking out what is almost guaranteed to be a mess, hop on over to twitch.com slash bonesawbaker at that time. There will also be a VOD on the channel if you miss it and want to listen or watch the episode early. It'll be released in podcast form and on YouTube on October 6th. I warned y'all last year, but seriously, get out of this here pumpkin patch as soon as possible. If the gates close while you're still inside, you'll be stuck in here for an entire year. I don't think anyone wants to live off pumpkins for a whole year.